Welcome back to Tackling the College Life with Mel and Katie. Thanks for tuning in once again, guys. We love all of you and happy summer. <laughs> it's still summer and the heat is insane here in Arizona. You wake up at 8 a.m. and it's like scorching Burning. hot. Yep, exactly. It's so close to college starting up, which is so hectic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so weird seeing all the new freshmen come in because oh, like, yes, we're not used to that. Oh, they're this so is cute. Our, right? <laughs> but we're pretty much the same age. Like, it's oh, yeah. crazy. I love how in college people are just so much more open and they're so I can inviting be oh yeah everyone's super friendly i could be friends with a 28 year old i could be friends with a literally, 17 year old literally. you know and it like doesn't matter as long as your personalities click yeah also since katie and i are over 18 we are registered to vote so Yay. this is just a reminder to register to vote registering to vote definitely gets your voice out there mm-hmm. everyone is entitled to their own opinion they're entitled to their own right to vote so no matter what your opinions are what your views are you have that right and you should exercise it so for arizona um unfortunately the date to register to vote to put your vote in for the primaries which is like choosing a specific person for your party that one already passed that one was july 5th and then the date to actually vote would be august 2nd right at the beginning of august before we go to college like we'll be voting in those primaries and i think we're voting in november again yes that one is the midterm you can still if you forgot to register to vote you can still the deadline is october 11th Mm -hmm. so at the beginning of october or just before then anytime like it's so easy it's so literally you just need like your driver's license and if you don't have one you could have use a passport you could use it's so easy it takes five minutes yeah and just register and then you're good before this episode starts, we just want to talk about a really cool brand called Luke Labs, L-U-K-L-A-B-S, and this isn't sponsored, but we are trying to collaborate because we both love what we do. It's so cool to me because this brand is not really recognized in Arizona. It's basically... A website and as college students you can go on there and you set up a profile it's all free you have to go through some videos that tell you how to set up your profile and then you get scheduled tours from high school students that are trying to figure out what your college is like to possibly go there what they do is they tour with you you get to set your availability and you get paid for these tours. I think there's a 30-minute, an hour, and 90-minute one. Oh for a 30-minute one, you get about $17. There's, like, no one doing it in Arizona right now. I was the first one to sign up as a U of A student. And I don't think there's anyone from ASU. Anyone could do it from anywhere. They have people from Harvard. They have people from Stanford. They have a bunch of people. And you sign up, there's not much competition right now. Because... Mm people are just looking. If you're not a college student and you're looking for a cheap way to get some tours from some real students at these colleges, your first 30 minutes is free and you get to talk to a real person. You get to ask them questions. It's not like a tour. I mean, you can ask them to Mm -hmm. go somewhere when school starts, but like you ask them questions and it's so cool because these international students that can't fly, don't have the money to Mm -hmm. can just use this website. Is Um, there a code or something that we can put in to get a discount? There's no code or anything, but it is free for your first 30 minutes. And then if you want to sign up as a college student, yeah. Awesome. If you sign up as a college student, it's all free. And it's just a nice side hustle to make some money. You could just have a profile and then 
you know, set your availability and you get to just talk about your college. You don't even have to talk good about it. Like, it's just <laughs> be fun. Real. Yeah, be real, guys. Be um, real, like. But when I found this, I was like, oh my gosh, so cool. And they've been helping us so much. They're really great guys, the people that came up with this. So just want to give them a huge shout out and, you know, not gatekeep this because y'all should know this. It's just so easy. Good to know. It's so fun. Super helpful. I've actually done it once. Um, a lot of these people are international students, so some of them don't speak good English, but you still get paid either way, and you're helping people, too. It's a good opportunity. Oh, yeah. So, we have a really fun episode planned, but we do need to disclaim a couple of things. We are talking about um, some politics at the end in our segment, so before then, feel free to click off or listen to our opinions. We are trying our best to see both sides, but we also have this podcast to be real with you guys, and we also want to share our real opinions on what's going on in the world right now, especially being woman being a woman affecting being a woman (laughs) we have some opinions and thankfully we have this amazing platform to be able to talk about it and spread awareness so that's at the end of this episode going into our actual episodes can be more fun more lighthearted, tackling college stereotypes but still we gotta put a disclaimer in there because this does not represent every single stereotype no a couple of these are actually me like yes not actually me but like i guess people could think it's me yeah these are stereotypes (laughs) we don't like stereotyping people this is just how it is pictured so if your stereotype quote-unquote comes up don't get your feelings hurt because we know everyone's different this is just for fun we actually did one in high school we did high school stereotypes yeah and that one was really fun so you can go back into that episode but without further ado let's get into it college stereotypes oh yeah so who's what's the first one katie the first one god this one is like this one is well known i love this one it's so hilarious it's your typical frat boy I'm sorry, fraternity. Fraternity. Okay, because the frat boys hate it. They're like, I, I asked them, oh, are you in a frat? They're like, um, fraternity? Really? Yes. They correct me. They're like, it's actually a fraternity. It's not a frat. I'm like, oh, my bad. Really? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> Most of the frats have, like, really weird names. At U of A, we, like, dumb it down. There's, like, Sig, sig epsilon something so we call them sig up and then oh, okay. we have something s something and we call them sammy and we call like oh, theta xi yeah. like they're, they're weird names and no one can keep up okay I mean, it's all greek but still i'm telling you guys have you never met a fat boy i'm sorry that doesn't <laughs> use his hands to talk they'd be like moving their hands they'd around moving their hands around they'd be making yeah, some like weird this, like, they like <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm going to that party tonight. Like, yeah. are you gonna be there? Are you gonna be there? I mean, like, I mean, it's, you, it's chill if you're not. It's chill. It's chill, it's but chill. like, you gotta bring some bitches. Yeah, and then okay, you bring some it? girls over. Like, it's chill. It's chill though. Like, no, you're gonna have a good time. You bring it to alcohol. Like, no. we're not gonna no, have any safe. there. Feel safe. Don't. They're like they're always <laughs> trying so to be funny. relaxed. They're like, oh, we chilling. Like, this is. Chill. <laughs> I just think they're hilarious. Sure? Like, they're h- hilarious. Like, they low-key scare me, because I'm like, if I met one and, like, had to talk to they're one, They're just like, so... They're, like, a different breed. They really are. It's they're, so funny. Yes. No, but I love them. They're all, like, super nice. Oh, yeah. They're like, are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? Every fat guy's different. Some could be manipulative and try and hurt That's you. That's facts. But, That's um, facts. some of them are, like... Some of them roofy. Really, 
you know, that's cool all good though. and are just trying to be like, yeah, just come off brat, like, it's gonna be a good time, meet my boys, stuff like that, and they just want to have a good time. Good time. What does that mean? Good time. Dude, frat. When the frat boy says, oh yeah, we'll have a great time. Frat houses are absolutely disgusting. Absolutely. Yes. Disgusting. Stepping on alcohol and oh people's puke and like spilled drinks and it probably smells so bad in there because they're always partying i like they're always i don't know imagine living there yes it's a party every night like they're drinking every night Mm -hmm. they're bringing over girls every night Mm -hmm. and you can be a frat guy and not like be in your frat like you don't have to party yeah the stereotypical frat boy always parties very flirtatious oh so every single it doesn't matter what you look like it does not matter if you're you're a girl oh wait that's smart so if they're a girl, if they have a girlfriend, like, are they still gonna be? Oh, hey, how's it going? I don't know. Like, I love. They're, they're gonna have a great it time. It is stereotypical tonight. that they cheat on their girlfriends. Oh, uh, okay. But yep, that is true. Just because they get plastered, they get so drunk. Out and of their there's some girls that are very. They don't. They won't take no for an answer. Not like in that sense, but like. <laughs> oh, like the guys love that. It's hard for them to say no to sex that's very it's true. really hard that is very true. i hear a bunch of stories about guys still sleeping with their ex because their ex is a girl and is like not over it and and thinks they can get back with the guy. back with the guy if they oh, give him sex no. but he still doesn't give a frick about the girl he it's just, just he just can't say no when someone's like pursuing you to yeah. Like, yeah you know like make you feel good yes these frat boys they i, I normally just- are really wealthy Oh, yeah. The, the frat guys I know are very I think wealthy. sorority and fraternity, you need to have that extra money. Like, I mean, I'm not wealthy and I'm in a sorority, well, but... Well, it's not like you have to be wealthy, but you need to be well off. Yeah. Like, you're not... Because yeah. you wanted to, you had the opportunity to, mm-hmm. but, like, if you are going to college, like, with financial aid and you're not really able to pay for any of your college experiences, unless you get a scholarship for a fraternity or a sorority, you're not going to get in because yeah, you need the money. Yeah. And, like, some sororities, you said cost like two thousand dollars a semester yep that's insane that's four thousand dollars for an entire year Mm -hmm. that's not some extra money of lying around that actually leads into our second stereotype which is a sorority girl i am one of these melanie's a representing all my sorority girls oh my god let's go (laughs) start singing (laughs) no (laughs) oh Oh my gosh that's that's the stereotype though like they're always singing they're i've i've saying a little dude let me tell you the rituals are secretive they're hella and when i tell you hella weird hella weird i can't say it on here else i will get shit for it are you serious Mm -hmm. that's insane you don't know it until you're initiated and once you're initiated you can't tell anyone okay i can't say more you can't you can't i can't say more but you'll get kicked out of your sorority (laughs) (laughs) they'll be like like, red flag podcast oh my gosh but every sorority is different a lot of frats have handshakes Mm. Or, like, secret handshakes. But if you get them drunk, they'll show you. Cause <laughs> <laughs> it's like joining a cult. It's kind of like it. Secret handshakes, secret meetups. Oh, initiation, <laughs> but in a secret location. It's not really secret location, but it's very, like, Keep organized. A lot of people say sorry girls are fake. That's like, kind of Behind true. each other's back. That's... Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty exuberant. They're like out there. Out, they're outstanding people. They 
are super social, very mm-hmm. talkative, mm-hmm. flirty as well. Yeah. Always in the drama. Oh, there's so much they drama. They got this guy, my friend, slept with my best friend. Oh my god. Or someone slept with my guy or whatever guy you have. It's always guys. There's always literally my roommate would be up. My roommate would be up from this one friend. Always talking about how she saw like the guy she did something with with another girl at the frat that he's in. And then it's another guy and she's crying. And there's another girl and she's crying. I'm like this is hookup culture girl this is yes frat okay frats and sororities are like the key to there is a lot of sorority girls that cheat on their mans and again this is all stereotypical again i'm a sorority sorority girl and i am not like this she's dissociating herself (laughs) (laughs) do you think that being in a sorority i don't know made you more self-conscious of what you look like um i think i've already passed that phase in my life and I think most girls go through that phase in their life where they're like very self-conscious about what they look like it's normally from high school which was what mine was because that's when you're growing Mm. um and when you either gain weight lose weight whatever you're becoming a woman or a man or whatever college especially in a big arizona college Mm. you see all these girls in bathing suits oh that's with different guys and like i remember when i first got into my sorority my bidet buddy or whatever she was like okay let me give you the rundown on the parties so you don't want to get there early or else there'll be no guys and it'll just be weird but you don't want to get there late because then all the guys will already have chosen their girls to go home with for the night oh (laughs) my god what the she said and i was single at this time and i was like oh my goodness and she was like yeah i can hook you up with so many different guys and it honestly grossed me out that's disgusting imagine getting with a different guy every weekend like you have to think about it these different frats only the frat dudes are allowed in and they say it's because of safety reasons because then if something happens then you have to blame it on the frat because it's the frat guy that did it not a Uh, random guy but these guys are partying with all girls oh my god and And all the girls want to go so Mm -hmm. the ratio girls from every sorority yeah how many guys are there compared to the girls what the guy not you like exactly what it's a picking it's a pick and and choose like oh that girl looks cute okay i pick her like bro that's literally objectifying at its finest oh i'm ordering number five oh she's the one with the brown hair you think guys go to (laughs) oh my god you think guys go to frats to party with their boys no 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 they'd be going for the girls and i'm not gonna complain i mean you do you as long as you're respectful but a lot of girls make their sorority their personality yes they do and it's honestly hella annoying i'm not gonna lie so tell me a little bit about yourself oh my gosh i just love my sorority like did i tell you that already yeah you told me that twice today you told me that twice every single day (laughs) oh my gosh i just sorry i just i can't help it i just love my sorority and i'm like i actually know i know like like, can you just shut up i'm sorry i love my sorority too but i'm not over here bragging about it okay i'm really happy for you but shut up (laughs) they hold so much pride there's some like really nice people in sororities and stuff but like there's always drama there's always someone that oh they don't really like this person so she's probably not gonna make president i don't know there's always Mm. something and obviously that happens in any group 
any social group, there's always going to be drama. But still, maybe more in a sorority. Oh, 100%. Especially if you're involved. Mm. Like, very heavily involved. Our next college stereotype is the athlete. I know a lot of athletes who don't have this, but I also know a lot that do. And it's making their sport their life. Like, their life revolves around their sport. Yep. Which I completely understand. Like, if you're playing basketball... It's and you're like, like your identity. If you're good at that sport, like, people are going to know you because you play basketball. Mm-hmm. Their sport is their life. Yeah. That, that's just it. They eat, sleep, breathe their sport. Their sport comes first over everything. Mm-hmm. Social like, situations, maybe homework, unless they're failing, then they have to do homework. Exactly. To stay in their sport. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're always repping oh, um, all the time. their sport in, like, their college yes. they go to. I think they have to. I think it's because they get so much merch. Like, they get so much merch. Like, that's all they wear. I think, like, with any sport, like, you gotta be proud of your sport. You gotta be proud of yourself. I feel like, like because these athletes are so busy, they, not like they're trying to play hard to get, but they are hard to get. They are. Hard they to are. Get. Hard to they get. are because they're so busy. They don't got time. No, they don't got time for you. So they're not trying to. They're not mess around. They're, they probably go to parties like once a week at most. At most, that's true. Once a week at most. Because they don't want to be hungover for their seven amps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. You know the next one, which is kind of funny. The engineers. Okay, first of all, the nerds. I mean, they're really fun to hang around. Like, they're just the Do you have engineering people. friends? I used to have this one friend that hit me up during summer before my freshman year. He seemed really super cool. We would Snapchat and do Snapchat videos about, like, our day and, like, oh. what's happening. I thought he was gay. Is that bad to say? Mm. I have the worst gaydar. No, I'm telling you right now. I... <laughs> I really do. Did he like you? He just, he no, just, like, he didn't like me. Yeah, he was just really friendly. And oh. I'm not used to that. So okay. I was like, I just thought he must be gay. Oh. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so sad. He ended up telling me about a girl he was interested in. Oh, going interesting. To U of a. So, so I was giving him advice. He wasn't gay. That's how I found out he wasn't gay. Wow. And then I told him about my guy troubles. I told him some serious stuff. Wow. Like some actual stuff that happened that summer. Are you guys still friends? No, we went and saw each other the first week of college and he brought his friends and we went into one of their dorm rooms. He's an engineer. So all of his friends were engineers. Oh. And so awkward. And he was hella tall. I think he actually follows this podcast. Let's let's hope he does. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) If he listens to this right now, I'm literally doing this for you guys. So you better, you better appreciate it. You better appreciate this. And then he like unadded me out of nowhere like we just stopped talking he left me on open i thought this guy was gonna be one of my really good friends oh like i talked to him every single day like, damn he gave me advice i gave him advice and we hung out and i thought everything was went great oh and then he just blocked you he just goes he didn't just to block you. me he just like left me on open we didn't talk for weeks and then he unadded me on Snapchat. he unadded you and that I was, was just so like, petty what? i was just like bro i told you some serious <laughs> Why you got to do that to me? I'm such a nice person. Oh, that's terrible. I was trying to be friends with your friends, but they were very weird, okay? Another big thing about engineers. A lot of your friends are engineers, right? A lot of my friends are engineers. They're actually computer science majors, most of them. Mm -hmm. Then I have a couple engineers. 
It's so funny. Your whole floor was like engineers. They were all biochemistry. Actually, a lot of them weren't like engineers and like in the engineering program. Okay. I think what's common with just like Barrett kids, nerds in general, your GPA matters so much. Your grades are your life. Like school is your life. I mean, I think for the stereotype in the sense, it's you don't get out much and like you only I mean, it's focus a lot of work. On oh yeah they need to work hard they gotta study a lot mm-hmm. so it's like they don't really party or go out no most of them are awkward i don't even know what engineers do honestly my mom's an engineer and i still don't know what she does <laughs> every day i'm like girl what i think like because they know like oh you're an engineer oh that's cool like they love exactly. sticking together they stick together in their own little group. Yep. A lot of people would say that to me because they're like, oh, like, what's sustainability? And I was like, well, like, have you heard of environmental engineering? And they're like, oh, engineering? I'm like, no, it's sustainability. Yeah. Okay, like, kick me out of this group if you want, but no, I'm doing sustainability. You need to go to college to get an engineering degree, like, to be an engineer. So, like, Mm -hmm. so many people go to college for that. Um, I mean, they make bank they make so much they make money. good money so it's it's a really good job it's a really good payback. especially if you like math oh yeah you have to love and you math. like my mom always says she always loves solving puzzles and solving problems so if Aww. you like doing that then engineering's your go-to that's awesome we have two more this next one they're business kids kind of like frat boys business kids like first of all they actually kind of focus on their major they're like oh i'm a business major a little bit more than frat kids because frat kids are like oh i don't freaking care about school do you know like when you think about like a marketing major doesn't what comes to mind like a sorority girl marketing yeah (laughs) yeah for sure isn't that funny if they say this is all stereotypes but like it's just funny that we all kind of like think this way because of what social media and what like we see yes for Um, sure they are in greek life and they party a ton and they party a ton because they have the time i mean college is hard no matter what major you go to but business is one of the easier majors in america in america i actually just found that out like in canada apparently a business major is a lot harder there than it is here here if you're a business major it's like stereotype oh you're a business major you have so much free time yeah you have- it's just kind of boring i mean i feel like when you're a business major you need to make sure you actually like what you're doing so melanie you like what you're I doing no dude i like psychology i like business i want to own my own business but like that's a whole other step most so, business majors i don't know if they make it out with the degree yeah they're just or, in it's a party yeah a lot of people don't like, which oh, is funny because it's not that much work i mean it's it's work but it's not really like fun yeah and if it's if you're not enjoying what you're studying like you're more likely to drop out yeah because what they do is they go and they're like wait I can just like do real estate or I can just like yes and then this last one is just basic normal college student this is, I'm, I'm thinking this is at least 50% of college most students. college students mm-hmm. I don't think I've met a normal college student <laughs> really I think all my friends are normal college students I think you are like the only normal college student I know <laughs> oh other than some of my roommates for next year one of my roommates she is not really any clubs she wants to be a dermatologist. You know, she has a boyfriend. That's pretty standard. Doesn't really go to parties. She doesn't really like partying. Not in Greek life. Not in any clubs. Which just basically does her own thing. So. I feel like that's most college kids. Like, most college kids, they go to college to get a degree. Mm-hmm. They still want to socialize, so they socialize with everyone else. And you don't have to go to a party. You can socialize, like, I don't know, in your apartments or in your dorm rooms and yeah. stuff like that. But you're still focused on your studies. You just 
also want a yeah. fun experience. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to figure out like who you are in college. Having these stereotypes is even harder, I feel like, mm. because people apply themselves to these stereotypes. This is all for fun, but at the end of the day, your experience is unique. It's your own. Even if you are one of these, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like, it's just... <laughs> like, Melanie's a sorority girl. I'm a sorority girl. I'm proud I own it. I have other friends that aren't in sorority. I think it all depends, especially on the individual, too, because you can either make this your personality or not. Mm-hmm. These are just some of the stereotypes we came up with. Once I see, like, a frat boy walking around with, like, their it's Greek-lettered so hat. It's oh, so funny. With a mullet. Oh, yeah, they're a frat boy. Like... Oh, my gosh. It's, it's really funny. Wait, do you know about um, fraternity sweethearts or oh my god i hate that. <laughs> i hate that that's like it's, just, it's the like, worst it's thing all ever. these girls that compete to be the fraternity's rep of a sweetheart or something i don't remember this, it's literally like women that i think they have some for sororities too though but it's mainly for frat like frats yes frats they're like oh will you be our sweetheart and it's like the prettiest girl with like biggest ass biggest boobs and you know i don't know if they do this at asu but every fraternity has like their own instagram and they post the girl oh bikini photos but they're with the flag flag. oh i hate that and the most likes gets to be the sweetheart again i had this one girl that was like crying because she didn't get that much likes and i'm like dude you're still a sweetheart. First of all, every sorority girl puts it in the sorority group chat. It's like, can everyone like this? So it's who you know. Oh, true. Also, if the guys like you, I mean, I don't know, but it's so Facts. weird. It's so weird. I hate it. What if I did that? Oh my God, you want to be a sweetheart? Date is a high. Don't do it. <laughs> if I ever become single again and have a whole, a whole different side of me come yeah, out. And then that this, is true. This huge party. personality like, change. Yeah. Who is she? Who is she? You won't recognize her. Girl. Just give her a year. But um, that pretty much wraps it up for our stereotypes in college. If you guys have any, let us know. Comment on our Instagram post. And if you're not following us on Instagram, you should follow us at Tackling the College Life. But now we're going to get into some some real stuff. Juicy. No, it's real. It's it, this real. This is real. And we talked about this before um, coming on this podcast because we want to make sure that we are being real, but we also want to make sure that people's feelings aren't getting hurt. People's opinions People, aren't They're getting, not getting attacked. Which it's kind of hard to when you have your own opinion. It's really hard. And I think this is cool because Katie and I, uh, I'm not going to lie, we have similar opinions. But we do have some different opinions as well. We grew up differently. We believe in different things. And at the end of the day, we're all humans. And we should all love each other. Because you only live once. Katie, you should all love each other. Katie's very passionate about this subject. So please forgive her. Yeah, forgive me because forgive I, her. I may go She off does a love bit. everyone. I, I love most people. I really do. I mean, if you're like a terrible person, like a I murderer mean, or something, like I obviously of don't course, like you. of course. But I'm, I mean, it's hard because I have my own viewpoints. I will get along with anyone, mm-hmm. right? I will get along with someone who's super liberal. I will get along with someone who's super conservative. Yeah. I will get along with you, but I may not agree with your opinions. And if I make it known, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're wrong. Like I'm just not that kind of person because even sometimes I don't think I'm right. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have my own opinions. But do you? Believe believe that it's okay to agree to disagree be like okay well like See, we we talked it out and obviously none of our opinions are changing so can we just 
we'll just be friends, whatever. Like, let slide kind of thing. Yeah. I you think, go your like, way, I go my way. in order to have peace in society, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Because I, agree. I can't understand some people's opinions, and I don't understand, and I will never understand where yeah. they're coming from, why they think like that. Yeah. So, either I will forever resent them, or I'll just agree to disagree and exactly. just move past it. Like I said, everyone's opinions change. And that's, that's why I, I hate how you have to put, like, your certain side when you, like, sign up to vote. We weren't like, even supposed... There wasn't even supposed to be two parties. I don't like supposed the to be more than two I'm parties. I'm sorry, I hate it. I hate it. But now you're either Republican or and then, you're Democrat, and that's that. And then you're, like, basically stereotyped as... The, as person. liberal or oh, Republican, you're liberal or you're Trump like we, I'm not gonna. You, we all know the stereotypes for yes. both sides. We're yeah. not gonna go and go into that. But we should on new episodes. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about all the controversial all stuff. But um, this again, this is very controversial. And if you are not good with listening to controversial stuff, then we politely, respectfully ask you to click off this episode and not listen to the rest. But if you are open minded and you want to hear opinions and you want to have a discussion because that's what we're here to do mm-hmm. you can feel free to dm us and talk to us but if you're here to fight if you're here to tell someone they're wrong that's or you're true. here to bring people down that's Ooh, not we really that, need that that's not what we're doing here we're trying to create a safe space and we're trying to be real if you don't want to be real <laughs> get the app and, be real <laughs> yeah i guess we'll jump right into it i think we should have made a whole episode about this to be honest okay because there's yeah. so much to talk about okay Okay. Topic is... Bear with us. Roe versus Wade. Huge topic Katie, can you explain how did Roe v. Wade come? So... why is it getting overturned? Roe versus Wade, I don't know the exact date, was created, I think, in, like, 1950? I don't think she's still alive, yeah. 1980. Is she? Roe, the actual woman who represented Roe, I don't know if she's alive or not, but she was actually, like, a Christian. It was... It's super interesting. She became the model for women who want to be able to have the right to choose if they want to get an abortion or not. Healthcare for women also kind of goes with Roe, but she didn't want to have this baby, and so she tried to go to the doctors and and tell them, like, hey, I want to get an an abortion, I don't want this baby anymore, but at the time, the woman wasn't able to. Mm -hmm. So then her case went all the way up to the Supreme Court. Her view and, I guess, like, what she represented is, like, women want access to the ability to have an abortion. A safe abortion. A safe abortion, because at the time, you weren't able to. Like, people were saying, oh, using coat hangers. I think that wasn't, like, the main method to use. Like, the coat hanger thing is just, like, a saying for back alley, like, it was unsanitized like a pill or a yeah pills some. that would tear up your stomach sometimes some women would go into their insides and try to scrape the baby out like they would have injections but because like they took all those pills and herbs and stuff like it just either killed like the inside of their bodies or they got infections or it was like inflammation and like some of them just had terrible side effects. So this is what we're talking about when we say back alley abortions, right? It's not like you use actual coat hangers, but some of them did put objects inside of their bodies in order to get rid of this baby. Roe kind of represented, oh, we want access to safe abortion. So it went to the Supreme Court. It was, I guess, put into our legislation. So then it was. We were able to have, like, access to safe abortions. But for a good, good amount of time. Oh, for a good amount of time. Like, 50 years or something. Now, the Supreme Court overturned that because right now, we have a very Republican uh, Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. When we say overturned, it means 
they gave the states the right to vote on what they want. Which really sucks because, like, you have, obviously there's, like, swing states and there's states that you know are Republican, you know are Democratic, but it's up for the state to decide if the woman can get an abortion or not, if it's legal. Okay, this isn't the end of the world because it's not like it's banned. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like a slap in the face. It really is. Um, It's kind of showing that the Supreme Court does not believe in abortion. They don't. And that they don't want it to be legal. But why? That's Mm -hmm. my issue. That's the difficult part of this all. I think what's difficult is that it was accessible and then now it's not. Like, it was literally ripped away from women who were just about to get an abortion. Like, day of, abortion clinics from all the states that had trigger laws, which right when a law passes, there's laws that automatically put other laws in place so there's some states that automatically had trigger laws those stated like oh this state like it's illegal to get an abortion in arizona you cannot get an abortion anymore i saw like um some website online saying some woman had her appointment scheduled to get an abortion but it's legal now and right when that law passed it's done like you have to either travel to california you have to go to new york you have to go wherever other states in between Mm -hmm. that allow abortions we also want to bring up the term church versus state but before we do i just want to give some background i grew up catholic i am mainly like christian now but i believe god i am big in my faith it keeps me grounded it's helped me a ton i believe like god has created every single one of us as unique as we are katie is pretty much the opposite so i didn't grow up anything i didn't grow up christian i didn't grow up catholic i didn't grow up as an atheist or buddhist whatever after like kind of living out my life i think i'm agnostic and agnostic means like you believe in something there's like could be a higher power maybe some kind of universal gravity laws i don't even know but there's something just not a god i don't believe that Mm -hmm. but because i don't believe that i'm not gonna bash on melanie's beliefs and be like oh you're wrong and I'm not going to strip away, oh, I'm going to burn your Bible because I don't believe in what you believe in. And vice versa. I'm not going to preach to her 24-7 and and tell her she's going to hell and, like, literally, like, talk to her about Bible. Like, we Mm -hmm. never talk about religion when we're together. We just don't. It's not our, it's not part of our friendship. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's personal in both of our lives. But literally, going back to Roe v. Wade, this is what they did. They said, oh, well, I believe I'm pro-life and I believe that if you abort a baby, you're killing a baby. Being pro-life does not mean that you're religious. A lot of religious people are quote-unquote pro-life, which can we just talk about I hate the term pro-life? Okay, you're not pro-life. You're pro... It just makes makes you sound when you're (sighs) pro-choice. It makes you sound like you're pro death yes <laughs> yeah it's not pro-life it, like, i they, hate it but anyways back to what i was saying pro the birth of a baby that we can't even take care of in america's society because the foster care system is shit no offense but this is the main argument when you're pro-life and i we're not perfect here i'm probably gonna make some mistakes when i'm saying some of this stuff and we are open to being corrected in a respectful way if you're not gonna be respectful please click off this episode anyways if you're pro-life right that means you don't believe in abortion, not only for yourself, you don't believe anyone else should get an abortion, and you think abortion is murdering a baby, literally ripping their legs off, cutting their head off, taking that right away from them to be born. And honestly, if I thought that way, I would be pro-life too. Because who the frick- Who wants to do that to a baby? Who the frick thinks about murdering a baby and is like, oh, 
Who's cool with that? That's fine. No one wants to murder a baby. That's where we go to pro-choice. And these people think about the woman's body more than the fetus inside of... It's not a baby, it's a fetus. That's the same thing. Well, no, because at a certain point, at like a certain week or something, like, because the baby starts out as just like an egg that's... Um, but at the end of the day, it has potential know, for life. It has potential for life. That's true. For me, I would never get an abortion. And I would never get an abortion because I have such an amazing support system. I would have a happy life with the baby. I'd be fine. I'd be chilling. That's why I wouldn't get an abortion. But, Melanie, but I would be so selfish to think about all the other people that don't have that support system, mm-hmm. who cannot raise the baby, who have health conditions, and mm-hmm. who are raped and mentally cannot do that. How am I supposed to stand here? How am I supposed to sit here and be like, well, I mean, it sucks that she was raped. But, I mean, it's not the baby's fault. So, like, I never, I've never been raped, so I can't mentally, in my mind, take that law, take that right from someone. That's where I'm coming from, and that's why I'm in the middle. Because, yes, I would never get an abortion, but I'm not going to strip that away from some people that need it. It's mm-hmm. literal health care. This is just my beliefs, and this is just what I think. I mean, I think your idea is what everyone who's pro-life should think like. Just because you're pro-life doesn't mean you can push onto someone your beliefs. The people in the Supreme Court who decided to overturn Roe v. Wade, they're putting their own selfish beliefs before they're citizens of their country. The citizens of their country, not all of them have access to, like, safe, healthy births, or they don't have the financial ability to take care of a baby. Or what's even bigger is they can't mentally... There was this 10-year-old Yes, there's 10-year-olds who are being raped by who knows. And now their whole, like, yes, it's not that baby's fault. But at the end of the day, we have to think about the woman. And we have to think about how much they're handling in their life. And, like, how crazy But the Supreme Court doesn't care. They're just like, oh, I'm pro-life. Like, we're killing a baby. Okay, well, why don't you see your daughter getting raped and you're forcing her to be traumatized through this experience, having to look into the baby's eyes and see, wow, this looks like the face of my murderer. And the fact that most rapists are, what, in In jail jail for a couple years. Apparently, if you get an abortion now in some states, you could be in there for 10 years. Yeah. That's more than what some rapists get. That's, like, what kind of tricks? I just, I understand both sides. And I know that a lot of people in pro-life are just trying to be loving. They just want... Bro, you're not being loving. You're not, you're just, you're denying the opportunity from someone who really does not want to have that baby. Whether it's because their life's in danger, all these other reasons that we But I, I do want to say that I don't think abortion should be used as birth control. I don't think it should be abused... I don't think it should be thought of as, oh, I'll oh, just, just get an abortion, so I'm not going to take the proper precaution. I guess you could go back to religious beliefs and waiting till marriage, and then when you have a stable family, doesn't matter, you can always just get, mm. you don't never get an abortion, and that's what those people believe. But why? And I understand that. I understand that. But why does, like, a woman, why do we have to always question, oh, well, why are you getting an abortion? Why are you doing that? You know, what about the rapist? Why'd you rape the 10-year-old? Why'd you rape your daughter? Why'd you rape your niece? You know, like, why are we further questioning them? That's why I think everyone is ripping each other apart on abortion right now. And I just feel really upset because I feel like there's bigger problems in the world, like gun laws. Oh, there's big... There's so... Why would they have... Why would they overturn Roe v. Wade if they, like... 
actually cared about people in this world they'd probably be doing other things like gun laws like actually helping try mm-hmm. to try to save lives here yeah. but right? this pro-life it's again i'm trying i'm trying to like see the pro-life side you know and like speak for them on here they think that no matter even if they're in a bad home or in a foster care they still it's still better than death it's still better than murder and that's what they're thinking but why and can't I you can let the woman decide why do they have because to choose they what i do with my life they think that the baby has the right to live and decide for themselves the baby can't the baby is not born with any knowledge of how to speak how to talk they're intelligent they know that they need food shelter water whatever but they don't have any information oh but they I'm think they die. have a right to have that potential for life why do, do these old white people in office get to decide what i do with my body what i do if if something happens to me why can't i decide that why can't i talk with my doctor and be like Mm -hmm. hey this is the best choice for me we're in a free country i hate that it's great like america's great and there's so many opportunities that women don't have in other countries Mm -hmm. so i'm very grateful to be living in america but again if you're looking back to religious views which i'm just putting it out here because i'm just trying to see every side god gave us free will not everyone believes that because everyone has different views, but God gave us free will. And I don't believe that we should force our beliefs on each other. If that person wants to get an abortion and you think anyone who gets an abortion is going to hell, then let them go to hell. That's, yeah. Like, yep, for sure. Taking away this right because you're privileged which isn't a bad thing you're just privileged we gotta think about other people here so people i think they're just blinded like this this whole issue is because they don't understand they're selfish you know what i think i think these people have never been through something traumatizing in their life i don't think they've been on the low understand like a really really low point once you get to that low point you realize nothing really matters not like that but like you realize other people should get you, to decide what to do with they you, with their beliefs mm-hmm. you Your realize beliefs. it's not really a big deal that you're not always right that's true. that life is short that you should not be putting so much stress on politics god guys i'm like we're, this is a we're lot. just going backwards this is a lot this is, we we need to make an episode about this should we make an episode about i think this, we guys? definitely should make an episode about this okay like i have so much i just have so much so much to say anger. yeah let us know if you want us to talk about this further we're gonna end that off here but the biggest thing i think to take away from this biggest thing educate yourself educate yourself educate yourself on sex always protect yourself yes um don't push your views on other people and do what's right for you okay we love Mm -hmm. all of you guys for you okay for you not whatever political view we think okay we're not here to be mean and have so much hatred in our heart and like unless you force me to do something i don't want to do then i'm kind of like "Mm." look at the end of the day we're here for y'all these are scary times for women for women. women especially please be safe please don't be another statistic I know you can't, a lot of people can't control that, but know your options. It's unfortunate that women have to be so careful, but please educate yourself. Educate yourself and then you And maybe we'll do an episode all for women. We definitely should. And talk about every single thing they need to know. Because college is scary. You have 20 year olds getting pregnant that you don't even know the baby dad. And it's not even that. It's like gun laws. It's, it's all these things that are so scary. And it's because everyone's mental health is declining. And because of shit like this. We need like, to be this this is just really We need to be here damper. for each other. But so. anyways, that was our little segment on our little little, our segment. little little segment on Roe versus Wade, which we might extend into an episode if you guys want us to. So we hope you enjoyed 
us talking about those college stereotypes because we think those are funny and it was like it's just a fun yeah fun thing to do also don't forget to check out luke labs they are amazing and it's a great way to make a little bit extra money mm-hmm. and help some college students so yeah that was the end of our podcast and we hope to see you guys soon yep bye bye Thanks for listening. Follow our Instagram at Tackling the College Life. If you have anything you want us to talk about in the future, feel free to reach out. Check us out every month for a brand new episode on Tackling the College Life.